Welcome back to the High Button Podcast. My name is Justin Belanger. On today's episode, we have a special guest named of Kevin Powers, aka the High Button Sports Guy. We're going to talk sports. It's the best time of year. Playoffs are here. Maybe we'll chuck in a little bit of the Masters, definitely NHL, definitely NBA, MLB, NCAA, the works. So sit tight. Good podcast ahead. Here we go. that was the intro kev welcome to the high button podcast thanks for having me happy to be here that's well said yeah. are you happy to be here yeah i am you're not talking into the mic <laughs> yeah. yeah i am for the first uh we've probably been in the podcast studio aka the basement for 30 minutes and we've been talking about how to speak into the mic it's a it's a big it's big it's big it's a big part of the podcast is speaking into the microphone yeah, well, I don't speak on a microphone, so exactly. Yeah. I'm, I'm, more, hey, I'm not complaining. I'm more than happy to to teach you. Yeah, I'm looking forward to it. I All think right. we'll figure it out here before before this is over. One thing we didn't even talk about on the pre thing was the Masters. Yeah, and I mentioned it in the intro. Did you watch the Masters? I did. I so I I saw some of it yesterday. Okay. Um, I you know I don't watch golf. Yes. But um, my. I, I was at a birthday party for an eight-year-old. Oh, that's rough. I mean, was, was it fun? It was, yeah, Ninja Turtle theme. It was, it was fun. <laughs> did you wear green? I didn't. <laughs> did you know it was Ninja Turtle theme? No. But, okay. I mean, yeah. Anyways, um, so my uncle was watching the Masters. Okay. So I caught what was, I guess that was the final round. I watched Buddy Reed win the jacket. His first name was Buddy? No. no oh, you his, just said he, Buddy Reed. Oh, okay. Buddy, okay. So, yeah. The, the white golfer I um, I fell asleep in that chair I was watching it and then Do you I, usually watch it? No I don't But uh, my dad was upstairs watching it he, he looked like he was having a great time So then I came back in the basement Turned the TV on I gotta say I liked it I actually Like it was a good event I agree with you But yeah. I don't know what I liked about it Me neither yeah, You know I don't what know I mean? what I'm watching Exactly I've never seen so many white people in my life Oh my God! Yes, the people yeah. and they all have the khakis on. Yeah, the the, the khakis or the khaki shorts with the hat, the the straw hat. It's the same person. It is. It's the same person there. It's the same old white guy. I've always wondered about the caddy position. Okay. How do you? How does? How do you end? How does I, one okay. become a caddy? Well, yeah. Okay. Well, I have two sides to this. One, I wonder what it takes to be a caddy, and two, I wonder how the golfer picks the caddy. Because if I was a golfer and I was picking a caddy, I wouldn't want a guy that took his job too serious but at the same time knew the game of golf. Because you don't want a caddy that's in your ear, mm -hmm. hey, here's what you got to do. You don't want a caddy calling you at midnight saying, hey, are you in bed? Yeah. He, he's not your coach. He's your assistant. Exactly. And you got to be clear about Exactly. That. Yeah. And if I were in the caddy game looking for caddies, I just have – I don't know anything. I don't know a caddy. But if yeah. I did know a caddy, I would feel they're a little pushy. 
That's all. I don't know if they yeah, are. Maybe. But you got to think of them as they're like advisors. So I think the number one thing you have to look for is somebody you trust. So it'd be like a relationship. You want to trust your caddy. You might never talk to your caddy, but when you're on the course, you know if you ask him something, he's going to give you the most honest answer. It's true. Because I don't think they need like advice or tips. They just like they they need that honest answer. Yeah. I don't know. No, don't no, know. no. I, I don't agree. know what a caddy does. I know Stan the caddy. That's the only caddy. Oh, I Seinfeld. Know. Yeah. Is that his first name, Stan? Well, on the show. See, how did Kramer find Stan? He just appeared. See, that's what like I think. many of Kramer's friends. They yeah. just appear. Remember Happy Gilmore, the homeless guy, just yeah. appeared. Yeah. Well, maybe that's something we don't know about caddies. Do you think like, there's a... There's you def- don't become a caddy. You're just born a caddy. Your dad was a caddy? Yeah. It's a grandfathered in type thing? Could be. Yeah. A lot of caddies... A, long line of caddies. a lot of caddies might hang out in a parking lot of the golf course and just try to catch the golfers as they're walking in maybe. Well, that's a question. So do caddies get invited to the the parties? Do they hang out with the athletes? That's a great or question too. Or are there too. separate caddy events? Maybe caddies think they're too good for the golfer. Maybe caddies think no, I'm no, the real. They definitely don't. They know they're the lesser of the of the two. I'm sure. Yeah. yeah. But maybe there's the there's a level of um I don't know, competition amongst caddies. Like, uh, don't talk to Dave. He only caddies for that guy. Uh, He's ranked 300. Like, yeah. I can yeah. see that. I see that. You think, yeah. ca- you think caddies have ego? Like, uh, if you're Tiger Woods' sure. if you're Tiger Woods's caddy, your chest is a little... You're walking up with your head high. You know what? They're, they're a very important part of a professional sport. I'd be shocked if there wasn't egos involved. Yeah. You got it. Because they're still competitive. Yeah. They fist bump on the golf course. Yeah. Why wouldn't the golf? Why wouldn't the golfer's coach just be the caddy? Because then you can have the the coach there with you all the time. It's got to be a completely different line of work. Really? Well, it's just like so. In other sports, like so you've had coaches and trainers. Mm-hmm. I, I think I would liken a caddy closer to a trainer. Yeah. In the sense where they're advising you, like mm-hmm. it's this club, the wind's coming from here. Mm-hmm. Versus a coach is going to be technical with your swing. Yeah. Like you work on your hips. I don't know. Maybe. We should get a caddy on the podcast. Do you know a caddy? There's definitely no caddies in No. You'd have to Nova be good Scotia. enough to warn a caddy. Yeah. Caddies live in Florida yeah. or Arizona in the warm climates. They caddy all year round. You can't caddy all year round here. No. I bet they walk the grounds before they golf. They get to know the slopes of the green. Maybe they get to know the, the soft spots. That's another thing. They yeah, take you, notes. You've got to know probably the di- dimensions of each course, the nooks, the grooves. Yes. Yeah. That's another thing. Yeah. The sprinklers. Actually, no, they don't need to know the sprinklers. Those are pretty well hidden. I hope those are well controlled. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe we'll get a caddy on. If you know, if you run into a caddy. I will mention your name. Let me know. Yeah. Um. All right, so what should we jump into? We can talk NCAA. We, let's talk NCAA right now because okay. that's already passed, and I have tons of questions regarding it, and then we'll move into the NHL, MLB, all that other good stuff. Um, it's your show. Well, let's. Uh, the NCAA is your show, Kev. So you give me your thoughts on it, and then as you give me your thoughts, I'm going to ask questions because I also do have my questions about the NCAA and the whole coaching okay. thing. So give me your take. <clears throat> well, I thought it was a good tournament. Um happy with the final i like i i don't know did you watch did i won't lie I, you I, watched I the final but you exactly, went to bed at half exactly i did yeah it's no, it's, no, no no sorry i watched all of the final four yeah but the finals i i, I yeah i watched the first half and then okay. the second half i was couldn't yeah. do it 
Well, yeah, and it's such a late game. It starts at like twenty after ten, and I don't have yeah. that much passion into it like you do. I can't. Well, it's, I don't know that I'm passionate about it. Well, but you, I, I you enjoy like it. it. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, the best team won. Yeah. Villanova. Yeah, I mean, it sounds cliche, but they were the best team. Okay. Um, they should have won. There was a lot of upsets. Like typically, people would be like, "Oh, like the upsets are why you watch March Madness," which is true to a degree. Yeah. But I like, I have a bit of an issue with like, okay, I love seeing an upset. This was the first year ever that a 16 seed beat a one history. So that like craziness. The odds of that happening. Was that the like, first round? Yeah. 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 So a 16 seed to beat a one, like that's the opening game. That's never happened. I wonder if anyone won big money on that game. No. No one bet it? No. Um, and it's it's just like. It, it doesn't happen. Yeah. Um, it's like a high school team playing a division one team mm-hmm. in terms of like level of competition. Skill. Yeah. yeah. Competition rather. Yeah. That's, that's great. But then like, so once that team advances, like, cause it's only one game, it's single game format. So anyone can play out of their mind for a single game. Yeah. But then once they move on to the next round, it's like, I'm not dying to see this team play it. Like it ruins some good matchups, yeah. which is like, the the um, like the Lo- Loyola Chicago the sister Jean team you know them I was not yeah they made it yeah. to the final four they actually played competitive basketball that was great mm-hmm. but there was a lot of upsets that happened like Arizona lost in the first round Arizona I don't know if Arizona was really good this year okay they were supposed to play Kentucky in the second round and your team a very good team my you know, yeah the team I root for yeah <laughs> <laughs> um and that would have been a really good second round matchup. They lost. I th- they they Arizona lost to Buffalo, and oh, yeah. Brody's school. No, like the the other school. Oh, uh, there's two I in guess. Buffalo. Yeah, okay. I think he was. Sorry to interrupt you. It. Yeah, Irrelevant. no, I mean, hey, okay. Buffalo. We know one guy in Buffalo. There you go. I do know a guy. Yeah. So yeah. So but anyway, so it's like Buffalo, very random. Oops. They won, uh, and then they played Kentucky, and like Kentucky blew them out. Oh. And I, and I'm not to say that Kentucky wouldn't have blown out Arizona, but there wasn't like they didn't get. To, we missed that matchup with like a lot of NBA prospects. That's mm-hmm. why I watch college basketball. Like a lot of people watch college basketball because though they like the game, whatever mm-hmm. they'll tell you it's better. I like watching for the NBA prospects. I'm a fan of the NBA. We missed out on really good potential matchups because of some of these upsets. So that's my only gripe with the tournament. As it was really good, but there could have been better okay. matchups. But the not, upsets are great, but it's not everything. Yeah. But it's not the tournament's fault. It's just the, the It's just the nature. Yeah, okay, sorry. Yeah, I was yeah. confused there for a second. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, it's it's like it's like anything. If you applied it yeah. to any major sport, single game elimination, crazy shit would happen. Yeah. Yeah. Anyone can win one game. Hence the madness. Yeah, exactly. There's no playoffs. It's just go. Yeah, and it's it's great. I wish other leagues would do that. Yeah. Could you imagine? Like, that'd be so much fun. I, yeah. I don't know. It might ruin the integrity of some of the leagues, but, I mean, I don't really care. I'd, uh, I just think it, it would be a lot of fun. Yeah. Um, I, th- I think it's the, the best sporting tournament that exists, like the, the best playoff format, whatever. Like, yeah. I love the World Series, love all the playoffs, the other leagues, but nothing beats single-game elimination I would, I would, I'm going to disagree with you, but I would agree with you if I watched it more. Like, I, I, I'm a big fan of the format, the one game elimination. That's why I, I honestly don't mind the NFL playoffs because it's one, I don't really watch the NFL regular season, yeah. but it's one game. I, I kind of like that. 
it's tough to get invested in a series sometimes. Yeah, because yeah, yeah. when it, when a team's up two games to nothing, do you really need to see them go up three games to nothing? I mean, like not. I understand that. I but imagine if the NHL. Oh. Imagine imagine if every single team made the playoffs. One through what are they? Thirty two now. Or I don't know. What it's, it's up I, there. I don't know. But say, say it's one through thirty. The first team plays the thirtieth. Yeah. 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 I don't know the math, but. You figure out the numbers, maybe teams get buys, and then it's one game. Yeah, <clears throat> so that would be there, crazy. there's no way that you wouldn't see at least sometime like the last team beat the first team. Yeah, and then move on. And I just think if you applied that format, it yeah, would, it would make things interesting. I would agree with it, but like the last, like it would it would make the regular season shit because. No one. It would, I guess, true, and it would, it would ruin. Everyone makes it. It would ruin the finals as well, because I feel like people like to get invested in the finals. Actually, this is I. I was thinking about this question today, and I completely forgot to write it down in our sheet. But the guy from Dartmouth that's in the NCAA, what's his name again? Was he in the tournament? Oh, Lindell Wigington. Was he in the tournament? Yep. Yes. Who does does he play for? Iowa State. They were in it. How did they do? Uh, I. I, I don't honestly I can't remember. Uh-huh. I want to say that they won the first round game. Iowa. Yeah, I could be completely wrong though. It's like I didn't follow his team. Oh, okay. I followed him a little how did, bit. How did he do yeah. this year? Good. He declared for the NBA draft actually. So he's a one and done guy. He's one and done. Yeah. Let's move on to that one and done. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Perfect. So yeah. the one and done is it? Whose decision? It's obviously the player's decision at the end of the day. Yeah. Well. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely. Yeah. I mean, they talk to. A, what a lot of players do, they'll test the waters. So you're allowed to enter the NBA draft mm-hmm. and then pull your name out before a certain date. Okay. So, but the second you sign an agent, yeah, you've left college. Okay. So what a lot of players do is that they won't sign an agent. Yeah. They'll meet with teams, go to workouts, and if they feel like their draft stock isn't high enough, then they'll go back to school. How would you know if your draft stock is high enough? People will just like representatives from NBA teams will come up to you and be like, listen, yeah. here's where we're, what we're thinking. Yeah. You hear enough people tell you, look, we want you to go back. Or you hear teams say, yeah, we would take you in the second round. If you're hearing teams saying like, look, we would take you in this range. It's just a range thing. You'd hear a lot of teams say, oh, we'll take you in this range. Okay. And then if you're not getting any of that, yeah. or if you think that you could do better than that, then, and maybe next year's supposed to be a weaker draft class, mm-hmm. and you know you can improve yourself. Because that's the thing about NBA rookie salaries is that there's a scale. So the higher you get drafted, the higher your rookie contract is. Interesting. I didn't know that. Yeah. So it's like, oh, great if you get drafted 30th because, hey, you're in the NBA, you're a professional basketball player. Yeah. But if you think you could come back next year and get drafted like 12th because it's a weaker class and, you know, you get a little bit better. And you get more money. You yeah, you get yourself on a better contract. But that's, but therein lies the dilemma. It's like so maybe you go back back and blow out your ACL or yeah, any number of things happen. Mm. Yeah, it's tough. I mean, there, it, and yeah, and imagine if you got a family at home, they can't turn the lights on. Uh, well, you know, yeah, and you and got like, a million dollar contract on the table. That's just it. Yeah, like a, so like a lot of these people come from like generational poverty yeah. so it's not just like they were like they grew up poor it's like we're talking about generations like never had a dime yeah and, and that's not all these players but like a good chunk of the league is made of players who come from these backgrounds and yeah it's like you said if, if you know if, if your mom or dad can't turn on the lights and you're 
like I don't understand why why you can't go professional. Like no nobody is ever going to criticize anyone else for going professional in any other field of work. Mm-hmm. So why because you play basketball for a living do people get to decide when you're allowed to go professional or not? Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. if you were if you were um I don't know, say you played the cello <laughs> and you were in an orchestra or symphony or whatever. Someone wants to sign you when you're 16 years old. Oh, I'm going all the way. No one, no one's saying no. That's the thing to school. So like you could go to school for music Yeah. and say somebody wants to sign you because you're the best cello player. I don't know. Is it cellist? I'm a celloist. Yeah. A celloer. I think it's ist. It could, it could be her. I like ist. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So you're the best cello player around at the, around and you're in university or wherever and they want to sign you to a record contract girls hanging off me <laughs> sure you can sign the school isn't stepping in and going say you go to nyu or some art school i don't know school's not stepping in and going you can't go mm-hmm. and sign this deal so why is it that you can play an instrument and turn professional at any age but because you dribble and shoot a basketball you can't yeah you know it's I mean? almost so a form get- of like owning a human in a sense yeah <laughs> like if you think about it yeah that's inc- that's that's well, that yeah. it's yeah, that's incredible. Yeah, you. Sh- it's your. And no one's you getting be paid. Able to make any decision you want. Yeah. What part of me? No one's getting paid. None of the players are getting paid. Well, not over, not legitimately. But do you think there is under the table stuff going on? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, so it's like I don't know, like the the terms like drop the bag, like college basketball, all these coaches and recruiters drop the bag for, for players who are being recruited so like one story that came out this year is deandre ayton guy who might be drafted number one received um a hundred thousand dollars from the university of arizona which it's like so you're 18 years old someone just paid you a hundred thousand dollars that's six figure salary good for you that's a shitload of money he took it he didn't get in trouble his coaches got in trouble and the school the program got in trouble did he get to keep the money well, I don't know, but I would assume so because I don't know that it's been like that they can actually prove it. But anyways, that's not the point. The fact is, is like this kid was arguably the best player in college basketball this year. Think of the money the NCAA made. He is worth way more than $100,000. Like that's a bargain to get that kid for $100,000. Absolutely. You, if, it, if it was an open market, you know, he'd be making a couple million as far as what's, what is he worth to that school's program? What's he worth to the league? So... Jersey sales, yeah. everything. Yeah, like that's just it. Imagine people selling shit with your name on it, and you don't see a dime. I always like that story from Jalen Rose from yeah. the Fab Four documentary when there was a sports store next to a Subway, and he walked into Subway and then looked at the sports store next door, and his jersey was in the window, but yet he couldn't afford a sub in Subway. Mm-hmm. And how how big companies started selling uh, like black socks, yeah, because they, they were the first guys to make like black ankle socks popular oh, yeah. black basketball socks popular yeah and now all of a sudden it's like adidas is selling out black socks like well we made that popular we don't get a royalty or we don't get anything like that's incredible do you think it's going to change eventually absolutely how yeah. many years i have no idea but i mean i mean like there's 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 too much conversation about it now the people there's too many stories mm. um something's going to change whether it's one thing that you know might be close is players coming back from high school yeah uh, like going back to 
you can come out after high school. Okay. Um, but I think there's got to be some sort of pay scale in university. And I think something will happen. I, but who, who's to say? I don't know. I don't do, know anything. Do you ever notice the, um, the commercials during the NCAA tournament about NCAA? They, they always hype up the education side of oh, coming yeah. to college. Like only 1% are going to go pro, have the <laughs> yeah. private jets. The rest of the, us work at Enterprise Renicar. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. The rest of us are going to get something much more valuable, which is yeah. a free education. Yeah. I fucking hate that argument too. Like people will say like, oh, what do you mean they're not getting paid? They're, they're getting a college education. It's like, well, what? Like you have a right to not want to go to school. What if they don't want a college education? It's not up to you to say, oh, this is worth X value. So now you have to value it the same way we do. Mm-hmm. We're giving you free education. So it's like paying you. It's like, well, I want to, I'm going to be a professional basketball player. So thanks, but no thanks. Like I don't like, yeah. It's such a sticky situation. I wonder how money under the table works. It's like, go to this location. There's going to be a bag in the washroom at this time. Because you can't do a transaction. You can't send money to their account. It has to be cash. Lawyers will look into that. Yeah, I don't think they're sending guys to washrooms. Well, you know what I mean. I'm just thinking I'm thinking like my movie something. That's about, well, that's why drop the bag. Like they probably come over well, with a duffel bag. When you and, said uh, drop the bag, I'm like, that yeah. made me think. I was like, how, how are they getting the actual yeah. money? Yeah. I can't remember who it was. It might have been the same guy. It was somebody. I'm, so I'm not going to like try to guess which player it was, but it was somebody this year. Their, their mother um, had lunch with the coach. The coach picked up like a hundred dollar lunch tab and um, the school's being punished for that. And the player, I, they were trying to, I can't remember if anyone was suspended over it, Are you? Serious? but that was a story. Yeah, exactly. You, the NCAA is so strict about any terms of a payments around players, whether it's buying meals and recruitment stuff too. So if this is a kid who's in high school who hasn't said what school he's going to yet, and you know they're taking you out to lunches because there's a period when you can recruit players and not recruit. Um, they're so strict <sighs> around that, but hundred dollars. But they're so crooked, which is hilarious. They're That's contradicting it. themselves. They're hypocrites. Well, they, yeah, they're looking out for their pocket. Oh, yeah. It's just a bunch of rich white guys. That's incredible. Yeah. I didn't know it was that corrupt. Not corrupt, well, but it's 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 legal, but... I'm sure that's not even scratching the surface. Like, Do you know who Rick Pitino is? I know the name. Isn't that the guy that's, that died? No. No, that's Joe Paterno. Oh, Joe, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Got my names there, mixed there's up. There's a movie coming. Al Pacino. Yeah, I playing. saw the yeah. trailer. It looks great. Yeah, it does. I looks heard it was great. good. Yeah. But, go, yeah. Go back to who? What's his name? Uh, Rick Pitino. Who's Rick Pitino? He, he was the head coach at Louisville. He got um, fired for there was like a a stripper scandal. So they would bring like high school recruits. Oh, and, are you yeah, serious? And they'd get them prostitutes. What school? Louisville. Wow. Yeah. I didn't know there would be good strippers in Louisville. Yeah. Well, who says <laughs> well, they're good? I don't yeah. Know. <laughs> who says they're good? If when you're an 18 year old kid, anything's good, I guess. Well, that's right. Yeah. So. Anyways, yeah, so, and I mean, he's still claiming his innocence, but. <laughs> I did not have sexual relations with that stripper. Yeah. So, apparently he parties, but I, that's the story on a lot of college coaches who, who party. Um, it's just like, I won't give you money, but I'll give you something a little bit yeah. valuable. Yeah, yeah and I'll I don't know, they, they take these kids to their school, treat them like kings for a couple of weeks, and. That's how they get them to come play. You hear these things, but you don't actually think they're true. So they are true. Like there's some crazy recruiting trips. I don't even know. I'm just some guy. Have you ever seen the show? Imagine talking to someone who actually knows, like who is in it. Yeah. 
knows what they're talking about. Have you ever seen Blue Mountain State, the show? Yeah. There's an episode like that where, like, all the freshmen come and they're trying to Mm -hmm. persuade them and all the girls get a little frisky. I'm sure it would work for a lot of kids, 18-year-olds. Yeah. (laughs) Absolutely. Yeah. Your first threesome at 18 in a college dorm room? Yeah, I'll come here. Yeah, and I don't know if... (laughs) And the coach is okay with it? Yeah. (laughs) That's just it. I don't think it's like... Wow, I got a threesome. This is the school for me. Or I got a prostitute. This is the school for me. But it's like, if this is how bad they want me, if they're willing to do this for me now, what are they going to do for me later? Maybe they'll give me a foursome. (laughs) (laughs) That's hilarious. Man, I miss college. Well, no, not like anything (laughs) like that happened, but wow. Money, sex, scandals, NCAA. It sounds like a great, it sounds like a great movie. Yeah. I'm sure somebody will, will document document it or make a film. The NCAA. Yeah. All right. That was great coverage. That was you yeah. have a good and it's and it's and it's funny because we don't really even have an inside look. We're like you said, we're scratching yeah. the surface. That's just it. Yeah. The the shit that people like the stories that are out there, I'm sure, would just blow our minds. We should get what's his name, Liddell? That went to Iowa State? Uh, yeah. Yeah. We should get... He yeah. probably has a little bit of an insight. Lindell. Lindell. Yeah. We should get him on. I bet, sure. his, I bet his recruiting trip to Iowa was pretty good. Yeah. I, yeah. 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 <laughs> I, I don't know how much of that do you share, but yeah, it probably was. Yeah. He went to Oak Hill, too. You know, Oak Hill Academy. Yeah, that's where Carmelo Anthony went. Yeah. The yellow and red jerseys. Yeah. Yeah, yeah so that's like a really storied high school basketball program. Really? Yeah. So I'm sure those guys... Got the full experience as far as like. Do they fly to games at that that level? I don't. High I don't school know. basketball. I don't know. When I was in the states, when I was in L.A., um, the high school football stadiums were insane, bigger than anything we have here. Like I don't even we we don't even have a stadium here. Okay, have you ever seen uh the soccer team for Toronto? See Toronto UFC yeah, that yeah, yeah. stadium like that TFC. size. Maybe even yeah. a bit bigger for high school football. Incredible. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, it's crazy. Yeah. I was, by the way, watching. Um, you, ever, you ever go on YouTube and watch like Shaq's son play high school basketball? Yeah. Like all these kids. Sharif. Those, those guys are. Is, I, I, this is what I think. Are they better than guys that are playing the Hurricanes, the Halifax Hurricanes? Oh, yeah, absolutely. Okay, good. Yeah, I'm yeah, not crazy yeah. then. Yeah, no. Because no, some of these kids were throwing up alley oops un- underneath oh, yeah. the legs, yeah. off the glass to themselves, dunking. Yeah, they're NBA players. They're just not there yet. Like they're just they're too young. And then but when, they will be. When like we, the skill is always there. When we went to the game the other day, like <laughs> missing layups. Missing layups. <laughs> Those guys are good ball players, though. Yeah, uh, it's better. Like it, honestly, it's a better product than what it used to be. Um, I know a lot of those guys are guys who played Division One basketball. Yeah, NCAA. Um, just never made the jump. Yeah. You know, didn't didn't go pro, didn't go overseas anywhere. Yeah, came here. But they're still like, if you're playing Division One basketball, you're good. Yeah, yeah. And but was, I mean, just... think think about the level of how much time do you think? I don't know this, but like, how much time do you think those teams spend together? Like, what level of coaching are they getting? Yeah, like I'm sure it's just high level pickup ball. Yeah, they well weren't said. really running anything offensively that looked well said. Super creative. Yeah. Anyways, yeah. But yeah, back to like Shaq's son in that league. Oh man. Incredible, incredible highlights. And, like, they're just in sold-out gyms. Like, Halifax West, like, size that gym. Like, just, but packed. Yeah. Oh, Stay, yeah. Everyone's standing on top of each other. Yeah. Everyone's Pe- got their cell phones out. 
like an incredible atmosphere. Waiting for somebody to fall over. Yeah. 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 <laughs> Honestly, those are the best environments when it comes to sporting events. Are small, even concerts. I find small venues because you can. Yeah. The tension and the the atmosphere in the room is, it's there. You can feel it. Yeah. You can get that same atmosphere in a twenty thousand people stadium. Don't get me wrong, but it's just easier to find in a smaller venue. Perfect example. So we went, you've been obviously to the Shore Club many times, saw Matt Mays. Great example. Yeah. Yes. So we saw Matt Mays played the Metro Center. Oh, did um, he? Yeah. Like a couple months ago, I guess. I can't remember when it was. How was it? A few months ago. It was good, but it was not even oh, like close really? to being as good as the Shore Club. And I honestly think it was just the venue. It was cool because he had never played that before. Like a, like, He had never played the Metro Center before. Okay, okay. So it was a big deal for him. And it was good, but, you know, like we're sitting in... The, the stadium seats and yeah. you're, you're not as engaged either because you're not up moving around not that yeah. like you and I are going dancing but you know, you're having you, a good you time you still like to be on your feet and right in the thick of it yeah, yeah. and uh, yeah so no comparison between that concert and then what you get at the Shore Club and that could have something to do with the Hurricanes like the <laughs> playing at the Scotiabank Center there it's, it is good basketball like you said don't get me wrong but the atmosphere wasn't the best because there's so much seating but I guess there is really no compromise to put them in a smaller venue. How many people do yeah. you think were there? 5,000? Yeah, probably. You know? Probably. Like, if you put them in a 5,000-people stadium, I bet that game gets a little bit more exciting. No, the, the score was out of hand. Like, it was like 100 and something. No, more. but you're right. Like, it's it's a ladder house. It feels like a packed house. And Yeah. yeah. It's just, it, it creates a, a more of a tempo in the game. Yeah. Nonetheless, that's how I feel about that. Um, so, yeah. Let's talk NHL. Okay. Do you want to go through the, the, the rounds and let's do predictions? Sure, because I don't know what the rounds are. Do, are you, do you want me to pull them up or are you going to pull them up here? I can, I can give them to you off the top. Yeah. Of, okay, we'll start with the Eastern Conference. So we'll go Pittsburgh-Philly. That's the one I'm most looking <clears throat> forward to. I'm sure a lot of people listening at home feel the exact same way. Pittsburgh-Philly. Do you think the majority of your listeners are Pittsburgh fans? I, to be quite honest, I'm a terrible podcast uh, I um. I'm a, it's a good podcast, but I don't really know who listens, so I don't... Uh, <laughs> Do you even know if they're listening? Yeah, they're listening. Like, okay. the stats come up. That's good. People will run into me every now and then and say, hey, Justin, good podcast, but I don't know who they are. So that means I'm doing something right. But do they just know you're doing a podcast, or do you do you, actually, do you have any way of knowing they're listening? I like I, I know the numbers. Like I yeah, know the yeah, download yeah. numbers. But if like Joe walks up to you on the street and goes, Justin, love your podcast. It's so great, man. How do you know he's not just saying that? What you have to do oh, is, I see what you're saying. is say, like, next episode, be like, yeah, I ran into Joe. He said, uh, great podcast. So, Joe, if you're listening, I want to find out if you are if you actually listen to this. Like, you should call me. <laughs> okay, <laughs> yeah, if he maybe, doesn't call you, I'll you call, know that he's just full of shit. I'll call Joe what next, oh, next time. But I've only been in Halifax for, like, two, two months, and it's only happened, like, twice. So, And I've only done, like, four podcasts. Three. Yeah. So that's a good ratio. Two good jobs out of three podcasts. Vancouver, yeah. it never happened because it's massive and every second house has a podcast. True. It's just it's just a yeah. thing. Do you run into a lot of podcasters up there? No. Is there a community? Massive community. So many podcasts up Were there. Were you in it? No. Absolutely not. <laughs> we should have been. Well, we might have been. I don't know. I didn't leave the house much. Yeah. <laughs> Neither did Tom. <laughs> Um, but that's the thing I love about Halifax. It's kind of like a bubble. Everyone knows what's going on with inside the province, and I like that. Is that a good thing or a bad? I thing? think it's a good thing for me, to be quite honest. Yeah. If you thought we're how good of 
word of mouth marketing is great in this province because everyone's talking about something and someone can always relate. It's like a small town. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Which I mean, that can also bite you in the ass too, I'm sure. But for, for, for this, yeah, I know what you're saying. Um, so yeah, let's go, uh, Philly, Pittsburgh prediction, uh, Pittsburgh. Yeah. yeah. That was a stupid one. Uh, yeah. so Minnesota, like, so that am I wrong in thinking that that's a series that happens quite a bit? Cause I feel like it is. Yeah, yeah. it does. I don't know. No, it, maybe I, not. I just feel like I've seen them play a lot in the playoffs. Uh, maybe not the past couple of years. Pittsburgh, uh, Philly's been in the, in the shitter the past couple of years, but okay. they're always like on TV playing against each other in the regular season. And the NHL always likes to hype them up as a matchup, which they're not really like they are. Yeah. But like Pittsburgh has just dominated them for so many years. It's not really a, it's not really a conversation anymore. It's almost like Pittsburgh versus Washington Crosby versus Ovechkin. Like it's not really a thing, but the NHL likes to market it as a thing. It's the same right. thing with Philly Pittsburgh. It's, right. The NHL really doesn't have much going for them. Tuka Except, fan bases though, like Philly's a good hockey city. Oh, Pennsylvania, yeah, yeah absolutely, yeah. really yeah. good. That like the ratings will be great for that series. That'll probably be the highest rating series next to actually, yeah, it won't even be close. Toronto, Boston. That'll win. That'll right? absolutely one hundred percent. Um, okay, so let's go. Two teams I don't really know much about. I know Minnesota had it, or no, I know uh, Winnipeg had a crazy year, but yeah, Winnipeg versus uh, Minnesota. Thoughts. Uh, I would say Minnesota. I'd say Winnipeg. And for the record, all all of my predictions are just based on gut because I don't know anything at all. But, yeah, I would just say Minnesota. I'm going to say Winnipeg because they have a lot of young talent that's developed over the past two years. I think they're ready to move past the first round. Well, yeah, and how about this? So, yeah, Winnipeg did have a really good year. They're second in the West, but Minnesota's fourth in the West. And if there's anything I know about hockey – it's that come playoffs, standings don't really matter. L.A., they finished completely last they were four eight, years yeah. ago. Yeah. Won the cup. Yeah. And that's honestly, like, for a very casual hockey fan, that's why I like the NHL playoffs. Unpredictable. Because there's that level of unpredictability. I mean, with most sports, I mean, basketball especially, you usually know what the outcome's going to be. Mm-hmm. Hockey's great because because of that. You Anyone can win. So it's like... Well, that's upstairs. Well, what was your dad? Your dad was. You same thinks Nashville's gonna be good. No, but it's like yeah. You, well, you know what I mean. And yeah. it's like why can't Colorado win? Like, I, and your dad didn't. You know, he he seemed Nashville was gonna smoke them. Maybe yeah. they will. I yeah. don't know. But it's like, oh, I would be more likely to watch that mm-hmm. than another league where you know that's gonna be a blowout. Yeah. The, the, well, let's move on to that series right now. Colorado has nothing to lose, so anything could happen. That's why I really like that series. McKinnon is. I don't think there's any words to describe what kind of year he's had. Just the word above dominant, whatever that is. He's incredible. Um, if, if they do go past the first round, it's because of him. I don't really know any other pieces. Landers, Landeskog, he's you know he's good. But uh, I think the only piece McKinnon really has is himself. But I think McKinnon is a great trading or uh, free agency bait. Once these free agents come about and they see the type of year that McKinnon had and that he's so young, yeah. I think a lot of free agents and Colorado's apparently a beautiful do, place well, to live. Well, that's what I was going to say. Do people want to live in Colorado? That's, I think yeah. people do. It's, so I, are, it's, are they in Denver? Is Denver, Colorado, yeah. Is that where they play? Um, yeah, I'm assuming. What else I is don't know. What There's Aspen, there's Denver, Boulder. I don't know. Um, but yeah, I heard Colorado's a beautiful place to live. I believe it. 
terrible traveling team. They're Mountains. in Middle America, so they got to go. They have to travel far. They're not middle America, Colorado, isn't it close to St. Louis? It's West Coast. Um, nonetheless, any team on the West well, Coast. No. Yeah. Um. Yeah. So I like Colorado there. Let's move on to. This is actually a very. Yeah, I like Colorado as well, for the record. Okay. Um. This is a series I'm very excited for. Well, a team I'm very excited for is, of course, everybody's favorite, because everyone's a fan of Las Vegas. Las Ve- Las Vegas versus Los uh, Los Angeles. The two loss. Yeah. Or Los Las. Is it Las? Las Vegas, yeah, Las, Las Vegas. Los? Los. I don't think anyone can really hate the Las Vegas Knights. They haven't done anything to anyone. They're new. You can't hate the new guy. They're They've an underdog. They've got a shitty logo. Yeah, they're not. But you, that's to be expected in a franchise. Like, look, remember Atlanta's sure. when they came out? Atlanta. Yeah. Like, yeah, it's yeah. terrible. Yeah. Well, sure. Yeah. But you know there are people listening that love it, and they're just, oh, that guy's an idiot. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I'm looking at LA's logo too, and they're both pretty shitty. So I don't know who cares. Um, I think if Mark if Mark Andre Fleury can, so he's their goalie now. He's, yeah, he's their goalie. <laughs> right, if he can play like he plays in the regular season, which he's isn't uh, it kind of his thing not to though? That is that's correct. Yeah. It's his thing not to play well in the playoffs. Yeah. Maybe you know, maybe a new uh, a scenery uh, living in the desert. Yeah. Will do good for him. So who'd you take? I'm gonna take Las Vegas. Yeah, I'd take. I I like Kopitar, but I, so yeah, but I'll most, still I'll still take Las Vegas. I think Kopitar is the most underrated player in the league. Really? Actually, I don't even think he's underrated. I just think he's on yeah. the wrong coast. He's on the West yeah, yeah, Coast. Yeah, yeah. The NHL media doesn't cover the yeah, West Coast. Yeah, imagine if well he enough. was in Montreal or Toronto. Oh, he'd be yeah, the best. Yeah. He'd be up yeah. there with Crosby. Yeah, that's the other thing, man. It's like you wonder why guys flee cities, but. You got these endorsement deals that are drastically affected by you know whether you're in a good market or not. So yeah. it's like, you know, do you want to be with Puma or do you want to be with Nike? Yeah, yeah. exactly. <laughs> when I was, I I hate I hate that I keep saying when I was in L.A., um, but I'm gonna say it anyways. You were in L.A. When I was in L.A., no King stuff. All Dodgers, Lakers, yeah. and Galaxy, the soccer team. Any Oakland Raiders? No, I didn't see any Oakland Raiders. Really? Shit, no. But um, no Kings, nothing. If you walk into a grocery store and you look at the cereal boxes, all Dodgers, all even Rams. The aren't they like a terrible yeah. organization? The Rams, like they have no fans. But yeah, yeah, no fans. All right, team. Are, are they have a good? Yeah, yeah. They're they're making some moves too. But yeah. beside the point, yeah. They're they're new to the city. And yeah. They just moved to LA, so maybe that's why too. Well, they moved back to LA. They were in LA already. Yeah, I think. Oh. Years ago, was, I think it was the L.A. Rams, and oh. they moved to St. Louis and then back to L.A., I think. <clears throat> on the other hand, I always think of the other side of the fence when I go on these little rants. Maybe as a hockey player, you would like to live in L.A. because you can get your head off the game by living close to the beach. Yeah. You know, if you're living in Pittsburgh playing hockey, there's really not much else to do than play hockey. And all you do is think hockey, hockey, hockey. Yeah. It totally depends on the type of person you are. Yeah. Because if you're somebody that, you know, wants to be, you know, in, like in the middle of everything or like wants to be the center of attention, then, mm-hmm. yeah, you'd probably thrive in a big market. Mm-hmm. But if you're somebody who's maybe a little bit more introverted. And, maybe has, you know, has a family. Yeah. 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 You don't like you'd like to go to the market and not be swarmed or, you know, go buy groceries with your wife and not you know, yeah be bothered. I don't think NHL players have that too much. Yeah. Nice thing about NHL players. There's. Most of them are regular looking white guys, kind of fade into Blend most in. crowds. Yeah, but like 
athletes in general, you, there's appeal to living in a place where you can still be normal, like mm-hmm. live a normal life. Here's my dream scenario. If I were to become a professional athlete in any sport, like 18 on. Yeah. So from 18 to like maybe 23, 24, go play in a place like Milwaukee where you'll get developed, like somewhere where there's no nightlife, where there's no nothing. Noise. No noise. No noise. Just yeah. learn how to become a professional basketball player. Then 24 on, maybe go play in Miami, go play in LA, go play in a nice climate somewhere. Yeah. But it would, I just find, imagine if you're an 18 year old basketball player, you get drafted to the Miami Heat. It's like, ooh, yeah, all this money or in my the pop- Lakers. Like, I think yeah. all these guys who go to L.A. or even New York, but especially L.A., it's like, yeah. Distraction. Yeah. Definitely. If you could go professional in any sport, what would it be if you had your choice? Baseball. Really? Yeah. Long season. I know. But you wouldn't I, have to see your wife and kids that much. Exactly. That's, that's, ex- for you. Yeah. that's exactly why I picked it. Yeah. I was thinking that. The, I was talking to Al about it the other day. Like, man, these guys probably never see their family. They're probably just it's pro it's every dad it's every father's dream. I get it. You want to see your kids, I get it. Yeah. But you want to get away from the kids every now and then. You know, don't depends lie. whose kids they are. Yeah, I guess so. Have you ever kids. seen the movie Bill Durham? Bill Durham? It's a baseball movie. <laughs> Mike It's it's Bull Durham. Bull Durham? <laughs> yeah. Have you seen that movie? Bill Durham was the guy who was in it. Oh. But what's the name of the movie then? <laughs> no, it's Bull Durham. Yeah, <laughs> what a good yeah. movie! I watched that. Movie. I watched it. Oh yesterday. yeah, did you? Yeah. So good. Yeah, yeah. Kevin Costner. Yeah, Kevin yeah. Costner yeah. and the guy that played Shawshank Redemption, uh, who was who Andy Dufresne. Who's the guy? Tony Robbins, I think his name was. Oh, Tim Robbins. Tim yeah, Robbins. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He yeah. was like the, the catcher. Young, yeah, no, yeah. he was the pitcher. Right. <clears throat> what a um, great movie. Yeah. If if yeah, if you like, have you ever seen Field of Dreams? Kevin Costner does uh, great uh, baseball movies. I get. Though I get Angels in the Outfield and Angels of Dreams mixed Field up. Field of Dreams. Field of Dreams. And yeah, Angel- Angels in the Outfield is a kid movie. Field of Dreams is older, classic. <sighs> uh, the players come. Wow. Yeah. Anyways. This time of year, I always watch baseball movies because it's. Yeah. The Sandlot. So tonight. Classic. I haven't. Yeah, that's a good point. Um, For Love of the Game is really good. For Love of the Game. It's a Kevin Costner movie. It's kind of a little bit too much of like a. a romance like love story yeah but it's like it's like half his relationship with his wife and half baseball the baseball part's great it's it's a great baseball movie with some like relationship stuff mixed in see i only like the relationship the relationship stuff mixed in if it's a comedy a rom-com yeah well, and I don't know that it's it's a good movie. The thing is, it's just like you got to manage your expectations. If you think you're getting a pure baseball movie, yeah, you're getting some incredibly like pure great baseball scenes. Mm. But the movie, there's a balance. It's not all baseball, so just manage your expectations. I think you'd like it. Would you agree with me that movies are just not made the same anymore? Yeah, I agree. Yeah. And the movies back then, I think, were a lot better. I yeah. movies back yeah. then were. I don't know if it's a good or a bad thing, but like I don't think there's as many mediocre movies anymore. I find movies now are either really good or really shitty. Mm-hmm. And there's like there was something nice about just watching like there, tons of like random comedies or like cop like just a random like a cop movie. Um, I I feel like like what was Bad Boys? Was that a comedy? Was that action? Was yeah. that? Dr- it was kind of like this weird thing, but those were great, fun movies. I don't like. I don't really feel like those movies get made anymore. Mm-hmm. It's either this crazy action movie with ten WWE 
wrestlers wrestlers in it and like this this big event or it's or it's like a shitty movie that no one sees yeah or yeah and then you have your like your good oscar movies whatever yeah and your good comedy don't yes i i kind of take back what i said about there hasn't really been any good movies there's great movies that are still being produced yeah just in a different way yeah there are certain movies that i'm trying like i can't remember what i saw recently but oh did you see baby driver I did see that. Yeah. Great movie. Great movie. I watched that and I was just like, they don't make movies like this anymore. Or at least it doesn't feel like, I don't watch every movie, but it's like, to me, it feels like they don't make movies like this anymore. I liked it because I saw the director take risks. There were things that I saw in that film that I haven't seen in any other film ever. Yeah. There were just cool scenes. It wasn't like the, I'm not a fan of those Fast and Furious movies. Me neither. But for some reason, I like this. So that's what an action movie has become, like Fast and Furious or The Expendables, whatever. What's Baby Driver? I don't know. Is that an action movie? It's almost I, like a I guess boy. it is, but it's not a drama because it's not like super serious. So, but it's kind of like an action drama, whatever. But to me, like it's good. It's just kind of a mix of everything. And I don't know, like action movies now just to me seem too intense, mm-hmm. like guns fire all the time. Life's too hectic for that shit. No, I yeah. don't want to see that. Yeah, I don't need to see The Rock jump out of a helicopter with a machine oh gun. Oh my god, I'm sick of The Rock, man. I'm I like he's the, the Rock, highest I'm, paid. Yeah, I know what you mean. Yeah, he's gonna run for president. I mean, who isn't running for president? I'm running for president. Anyone can run. Well, you actually can't. But oh yeah, I'm a Canadian <laughs> citizen. Yeah. But otherwise, is yeah, he actually? Right. No, I don't know. I heard Oprah's running. No, I don't think that'll happen. Con- what? She makes too much money. Why would she run for president? That's what I say about anyone that wants that position. Yeah. It's just so hectic. Why don't you just want to go lay on a beach? Anyone that I'm assuming is wants to be president. Yeah. She can make more money and make more positive change in the world by not being president. And doing it on a beach. <laughs> yeah. Sure. Yeah. I like beaches. Yeah. I think she likes Chicago. I think that's where she lives. Have you ever been? Chicago? Yeah. No. I want to go. <clears throat> Al raves about it. Yeah. Yeah. I really want to go too. Great sports city. Have you ever had it a is. deep dish pizza? Can't say I have. Have no. you? You've seen it, pictures of it, though, right? I understand. Thoughts? Yeah. yeah, I'm into it. I don't know if I am. Really? It looks like well, a greasy pie. What about that? Sounds bad. The tomato sauce. A lot of. Oh, yeah. so you think what? I think it's a lot of tomato you, sauce on you top. You think the deepness of the dish is made up of tomato sauce? I know, <laughs> but like I just soup. <laughs> I just think it's like half an inch of tomato sauce. From pictures I've seen, it just looks like a lot of tomato. Yeah, yeah, okay. That's just I my, don't even know how you'd eat that. Can can you pick them up and eat them? Exactly. My, no, exactly. I think it's a fork and knife thing. That's okay. I mean, as long as it tastes good. I Again, so. you got to manage your expectations. You don't treat it like a regular piece of pizza. Isn't that what life's about? Just managing expectations. Exactly. Yeah. If you can manage your expectations, you can walk around a happy person. Yes. Yeah. That's what it is. If set the bar low. If you walk around comparing yourself to the next guy that has ten times more as you, you're gonna be miserable for the rest of your life. Yeah. That's the way I always see it. Yeah. I'm happy with a couch and a microphone right now. Yeah, just do it for yourself. <laughs> just do it for yourself. <laughs> yeah, I do it for myself. Yeah. Um I wanna get back to talking about Sandlot. If there's yeah. a movie when I'm ever just not in a funk. But just kind of want to sit down and know I want to watch a good movie. Once every five years, I'll still yeah. I'll chuck that on. That's my favorite movie. Yeah, yeah. That's, I'm glad that's my go-to. That yeah. it makes sense. Yeah. My it, yeah. Okay, you keep going. I just, it's the it's the perfect like childhood, but it's not like a kids movie. It, it's it a, is. It, I enjoyed it when I was a kid, but it's it's just like the perfect movie. 
it makes you like it reminds you of simpler times not that we grew up in the 60s or the 50s but like it, it was just cool like the only thing that mattered in those kids lives was baseball hot dogs in the pool mm-hmm. that's all they cared about quick question yeah would you agree or disagree with me that you get the same feeling from watching sandlot as you do from watching goodfellas because now think about What's this two com- well two completely different genres but it makes you f- I, yeah, to me those two movies make me feel the same way old times very family close together oh, i see very well directed very gr- a, a great story everything about the film even Maybe though some similar themes, exactly. just because of the time, minus the murders, and exactly. violence, and Sandlot. Yeah, even yeah. This, yeah. I know what you mean. I I get it. Yeah, but just because it's 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 set yeah. when it's set. Yeah, is that what you're saying? Yeah. yeah. Well, yeah. Essentially, I just find that the directors, the Scorsese. I don't know who did Sandlot. I don't know. <laughs> I think it was Scorsese. Yeah. Did he do Sandlot? <laughs> I don't know. Just the, I I love those times, man. I, I don't I don't know anything yeah. about them. I just love everything from like the way they dressed, from how there was no right. cell phones, how yeah. there was I agree. Everything was just so much they all, simpler. They run to the store to buy like a twenty five cent baseball or whatever it was. They're putting together their nickels. When they want to hang out with a friend, they can't text, they gotta go knock on the door. Yeah. Hey, is Billy here? Yeah. Yeah. Uh the payphone era. Yeah. They had a treehouse. Treehouse. Kids don't even have treehouse. What nowadays. I would do to sleep in a treehouse this summer? Yeah. Oh man. Yeah. Simpler S'mores. times. Yeah. Sandlot. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I hate like as a kid. That I mean, what, there's not too. There's not a lot of great ball diamonds around here. There's a few, but like, there's certainly not enough kids to round up to play baseball when you're 10 years old. Yeah. Not where we were like you know kids in the streets playing hockey. But like as a kid, that's all I wanted to do. It was such a cool movie. Hence your birthday. Yeah, that's why. Yeah, and that's kind of for our, Kev- that's our sandlot. For yeah. those who listen, who are listening right now, every year for the past three years, I think it's been we've done three. Yeah, I've only been there for one. Uh, but the guys, we just get together, a group of fifteen, maybe twenty guys, get together and yep. play a game of baseball at the Commons. Yeah, and it's a, it's all it's almost like a. I don't know. It's hard to explain. It's just yeah. a great feeling. October's the best month of the year, in my opinion. And I, I think it's the best time to play baseball. You could argue September, but like that fall. Playoffs are. Yeah. yeah. So, and it just so happens that Burke's birthday and my birthday both land like a day apart. So it was just, you know, three years ago, I was like, what do you want to do on your birthday? It's like, I only want to play baseball because baseball playoffs are starting on TV, like mm-hmm. MLB. So I'm just consumed with it anyways. It's like all I want to do is fucking play baseball. Um, so, yeah, it's it's awesome. Yeah, it is a great time. Oh, yeah, I was actually meaning to ask you. I was meaning to ask you off the podcast, but I'll ask you now. Are you still good? Yeah. We've got like 10 minutes. Yeah, we okay. should probably finish our NHL picks. But oh, anyways, Jesus. yeah, ask me what you're going to ask me before you get um, Did you and Alex talk about this summer yet? Yeah, for, for softball. Yeah. Yeah, you made the team. Did I make it? Yeah. But we are doing it this summer. Yeah, absolutely. Okay, cool. We're so uh, yeah, we're gonna try to finalize at, like numbers this week. It's on Fridays, right? Well, or that's thir- what, that's what we're gonna lock down. We'll do Friday evenings. We'll try to lock down the commons. Are we doing the intermediate or the? We'll do competitive. What were you last year? Uh, last year we were the like intermediate or whatever it is because yeah. Okay. Well. For- the Go first ahead. year I was there, when we were competitive, I think it says a lot about our group of friends that we were able to go to the finals where really only you, 
played baseball. Did anyone else play baseball? Brody. Was Brody and there the first Brody. year? Brody. Yeah, he was yeah, there he the was, first year. I don't know if he's And there no one season. else. I think that says a lot about our group of friends that we were able to do that. Even though we didn't yeah. win. Yeah, but, you know, you're all athletes and you're all competitive. You all want everyone wants to win, but it's not like it's not those group of guys you show up and you're like, "Fuck, we're playing these losers." It's like we all want to win, but everyone wants to have fun too. Well, that's why you joined the competitive league cuz people yeah. are there to win. Yeah, honestly, because last year there were way more losers in, uh, <laughs> in the lower leagues. Yeah. And it, it's not the guys who were bad at softball. It was actually the guys who were probably the best at softball took it way too serious for being in the non-competitive league. Yeah. Take it easy. But that's, I mean, that's what they're looking forward to all week. It's the only thing they got going on. It's those kind of guys. It's so much fun. It's a blast. Oh, yeah, man. We, Just like we, the end of the week. And the thing is, so it's like we dropped down a league, but then we won it all. So oh, yeah. it's like it's confirmation that it's like okay we'll go back and go to competitive. Yeah, yeah. I got my glove actually shipped here today. Did you? It's not here, but like it left yeah. Vancouver today. Who shipped it? Sarah. Oh, God, love her. Yeah. Um, you're Sarah, or my Sarah. Yeah, my you're Sarah. <laughs> <laughs> She's not my. <laughs> All right. Uh, um. Okay. Tampa, New Jersey. Tampa. Tampa's really good. Yeah, Tampa's yeah, probably going to win the cup. All right, Tampa. Uh, and then we already did Toronto-Boston. No, we didn't no, we do Toronto-Boston. This I'll is going to be the... I'll take Toronto. Yeah, I love it. Yeah. I want to take Toronto, but I think yeah. Boston's going to win. Your, your dad seems to think Boston's going to smoke them. Yeah, I don't... Yeah. Oh, man. I'll take Toronto. I wanted, I'm going to take Toronto. You know what? Fuck him. I'm taking Toronto. Yeah. Toronto's going to win. Uh, Columbus-Washington. God. Washington. I, I'm really for that series. I'm really just looking forward to Tortorella's interviews after okay. the game. Do you like him? Uh, I like his post game interviews. Yeah, yeah. I'm. I don't know him. I think I'm, about John Tortorella as much as John Tortorella thinks about me. It's you that's know, it's not you think about him. Yeah, yeah, that's not true. Than he thinks about you. I think about him a lot. <laughs> but uh, yeah, honestly, like, you know, Ovechkin's gonna do what he does. Uh, Tortorella's gonna be pissed in the pregame at post game interviews. I feel if there's one predictable series, it's that one. Extremely predictable. Oh, you think so? Oh, well, Columbus. Yeah. They yeah, actually have know. been on a bit of a hot They had streak. a good team last year, didn't they? And this year. Yeah, there you go. And then uh, yeah, San Jose, Anaheim. Battle of California. Yeah, San Jose. San Jose. I'm going to go. Yeah, I'm going to go San Jose too. Anaheim. I'm just going to go San Jose. I really don't know much about Anaheim. So that's what I got for that. Is that all the series? That's all the series. I was actually looking at the bracket. So so they don't they don't uh reseed, do they? Yeah, that's a big that's a, they don't reseed. I th- I think that's well, whatever. I just think it's kind of funny that you do a bracket with only like eight teams on one side and there's no reseeding. <clears throat> whatever. <laughs> whatever. But it it just it kind of like some teams are going to have tougher roads than other teams. I mean, for no real reason, but it's like you could we could see an interesting matchup just based on how that bracket is. And now because the NHL has like five conferences or whatever it is, a lot of people yeah. aren't happy about it, including me. It's like the first place team should have to play the eighth place team. Yeah, like it's not like that now. It's like yeah, in your division. It's what are the divisions? There's like three teams in a division now, like four. There's like North it, Pacific, it's something Pacific Northwest. It's something I'm not going to look into. Yeah. In yeah. wild card, it's like leave wild cards to baseball. I don't <laughs> want it in hockey. Yeah. Do they have a wild card game? They have a wi- not a wild card game, uh, but it's a wild card to yeah, get into yeah, the playoffs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's only two spots to get in. Yeah. I don't like that. 
We didn't even talk about NBA or MLB. How much time do we have? We can do the NBA in 10 minutes, or should that be another another day? No, we can. Okay, well, let's just let's we'll we'll, we'll, okay. we'll do a little brief. So if there is a year for Toronto, it's this year. Yeah, definitely. Um, what do you like about Toronto? Raptors. What, well, like, do you love their bench? Do you love their coach? Do you love Lowry? What do you? What's what's the yeah, what's the recipe to win? Yeah, so they're the deepest team in the league. So if wow. Yeah, if they're gonna win, it's their bench. Like their bench is phenomenal. So, so that's like the the issues though. Once you get to the playoffs, like if you're playing 10, 11 guys, by the time you get to the playoffs, a lot of guys are rolling out eight man rotations. So their bench is probably not going to be as important as it has been all year. It'll still be very important because they are so deep and that's huge. But things will change a little bit in playoffs. What's changed so much with the Raptors, though, is that they've completely revamped how, like, how that team plays basketball. So that you got to give credit to their coach, Dwayne Casey, and to DeRozan and Lowry for embracing the change. Those guys don't touch the ball nearly as much as they used to. Like, it, you've watched the Raptors for years. DeRozan gets the ball, end of the game, crunch time. It's ISO. He puts up a mid-range jump shot mm-hmm. and usually misses. Like, it, it's just the same annoying shit where the ball stops once it gets to a certain player. It gets to Lowry DeRozan, the ball stops. This year, the ball keeps moving. Like, everyone's touching the ball. They have like, And when you watch the best teams, like San Antonio or Golden State, like, they have... They remind you of that. They have phenomenal ball movement, yeah. And that's a system you put in as a coach. And for Casey to do that, for Casey to have coached him as long as he have has, and then to make that change, I think is phenomenal. Because I looked at the Raptors this year, and you know, you're not really able to sign anyone. You couldn't really make any trades. I only see them either staying the exact same, like the LA Clippers, sort of in the West, like for years. Like yeah. you just never, never get to that point of you winning. Just kind of hope. Yeah, you're just right there. You bring you re up with the same guys every year. And it's like, what's the point of re up with the same group if you weren't good enough last year? And same coach. I thought they needed a coach change, but then Casey came in, completely changed their offense, and they're just a completely different team. They're they're not at all like they the old Raptors. How even many, even though it's for the most part the same group of guys. How many years has he been there doing Casey? I don't know, five or six. I've always thought that about coaches that get fired like two years in. It's like you didn't really give him a chance. He he's one of which it's not a very long list. Yeah, that's true. It's not a very long list, but he's one of the the longer tenured coaches in in the league. Is he? Yeah, it's like yeah. Rick Carlisle, obviously Greg Popovich, Eric Spolstra, and then maybe him. Like I don't know who I'm forgetting, but are he's you, up there. Are you talking about the same team? Yeah, 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 yeah. That's cool. Yeah, but that's because there's so much turnover. I don't like that turnover. Uh, I don't know. I think you can make a case on either side. Mm. Um, the GM gets a longer leash. Yeah, but I mean, a lot of times is like these decisions gets made because the GM's trying to save their job. You know yeah. what I mean? So that they got to make a change somewhere. And at the end of the day, a lot of ownership has the end and say. Yep. If owner, yep. if you're if you don't like your coach, you don't like your coach. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. It, it's it's tough. Okay. Yeah. So yeah, it would be. I hope Toronto does well. I, they're in a. Have you like? Are you familiar with the standings? Because they're kind of in a shitty spot. Are they? Yeah. They're still in first, aren't they? Well, they clinched first in the East, okay. but because of because of the way Cleveland plays, like they usually mail in the regular season yeah. and then just flip the switch in the playoffs. Yeah. Like most LeBron teams. Is that what's happening right now? Is Cleveland killing it? Oh yeah. Well, no, not totally. But Cleveland is third. 
And like for the team that's probably going to make the finals out of the East, why they're third? Like they shouldn't be third. But what basically what that means? Because it's not like hockey. One does play eight, two play seven, so on and so forth. So the potential second round matchup. Toronto would have to play Cleveland. Oh, so when you would think that it's like, oh, great, the Raptors will make the East Finals this year. They'll play Cleveland. You know, win or lose, who knows? But at least they'll be in the East Finals. Now they're probably gonna have to play them in the second round. Gee, that yeah. Well, which th- make things really interesting because then the other matchup based on standings would be Boston Philadelphia. Great series. But Great series, but Boston doesn't have Kyrie. Kyrie's out for the playoffs. Is he? He is. When did this happen? Yeah. He had knee surgery. Oh, yeah. my God. I'm yeah. out of the loop. Is, is yeah. Steph Curry out for the year? No, but he's out for the first round, and then he might come back second round. Yeah. Yeah. So there's funny stuff going on. That's why it's like – that's why I don't know what's going to happen this year with, with the NBA. Mm. Usually it's very predictable, but – so many crazy things happen in sports and it ha- nothing crazy has really happened in basketball for too long. Mm-hmm. Like usually who's going to be there is who's going to be there. I don't, that's why I think something interesting is going to happen this year. I don't know who's going to win the finals, but I know there's like six or seven different teams that could maybe get there. That makes me more exciting because the past three years, it's like golden state. Yeah. You just, yeah. So the fact that well, you're saying funny stuff's going on and six teams could potentially win. Well, yeah. Makes it more exciting. Well, Jimmy Butler for Minnesota, he was out for a lot of the year. Mm-hmm. He's back now, but uh, Minnesota fell a bit because of that in the standings. Mm-hmm. And the West is really tight. Mm-hmm. But we have potential of a first round matchup where Golden State, without Steph Curry, has to play Minnesota that has Jimmy Butler, Carl Anthony Towns, Wiggins. And that's, and th- they were a very good team this year. Sweet. And Towns you, like has played very well against golden state in the past minnesota usually plays very well against golden state like he like towns throws around draymond green he's one of the few guys who can throw throw him around so that's an interesting that's first round matchup we could see that in the first round they don't have staff i'd probably still take the warriors but who the hell knows like you might get something interesting portland's really good this year you could see an upset houston's the favorite to come out of the west and they should be mm-hmm. so then so then in with the the boston philadelphia matchup Without Kyrie, Boston could lose in the first round. But even if they get to the second round, they're probably playing Philly, which means Philly's going to beat them without Kyrie. So then you've got the Sixers with all these young guys in the East Finals playing the winner of Toronto-Cleveland. And wow. with the exception of LeBron, like Cleveland is not that good. And <laughs> Philly's got a lot of firepower. they got young guys and vets, and they're good. Like, so anything could happen. It's going to be interesting. I'm thinking about tough luck for Boston. So they lost two of their best players. Boston be fine. They've won in the like future hundred championships in the past. Yeah, they deserve yeah. a break. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. So yeah, they lost Hayward and Irving this year. But I mean, they're gonna have both those guys next year, and they have a. They've got one of the best coaches in the league, and they have a really good team. Like their young guys are really fucking good. Like, do you know who Jason yeah. Tatum is? I do. He's good. Yeah. He's really. He's like 18, 19 years old. <sighs> He's a baby, but he's really good. They got a lot of good guys. And they have Sacramento's pick next year. I can't wait for um, a Lakers-Boston rivalry again. Yeah, I mean, it's probably coming. The Lakers. LeBron's going there next year. Yeah, I don't know. But But, um, free agents will go there eventually. And the Lakers are in bad shape anyways because they have good coach and good young guys. Yeah. Um, Yeah, so – and – even if it's not this year, next year, they've got a lot of cap space. Do they? So, so they're, they they're going to sign somebody eventually. 
and Boston, yeah, Boston's poised to be one of the best teams in the league for like the next five years easy. Cool. Yeah. So there's lots of exciting stuff to come. All right. Well, let's stop it there. Okay. Kev, thank you for coming on. Thank you. Are you I, gonna I don't I I don't live with guys anymore. I don't get to talk sports like this. This this is fun. You're more I talk plenty of sports. Are you gonna come back? Uh <laughs> yeah. Probably. He's gonna come back. He is the He's the high-button sport analyst. I'll he, come back for an emergency pod. So next time there's like a game-winning goal or a game-winning shot, okay, call me up All right. and we'll do one late at night. All right. Well, thanks again, everyone, for listening. Uh, we're going to be actually having a busy week. We've got like three more podcasts coming up. so Or maybe two. Three or four. I don't know what it is. got to check the schedule. Anyways, thanks for listening. High-button note.